Good morning, everyone. Hope everyone is having a great start to their day. It is September 1st, first of the month, first of the month, first of the month. We only have four months left in this year. I can't believe it. Can't believe it. This year has flown by, flown by. But all right, we are going to start this day off with Psalm chapter one because it's the first. Yeah, first of the month, like I said. So close this out. All right, here we go. I'll never forget as a kid, this is one of the first Psalms I learned. I remember, I just had this memory as a kid. I don't know, middle schooler, somewhere around there, a little bit younger than middle school, somewhere around there. And I remember read, like trying to re- go through the Psalms because they seemed like the most relatable because it was like poetry. And they seemed psalms and proverbs and i remember trying to like memorize this one and uh i don't know if i made it very far through all this through the entire bible but i do remember reading the psalm like psalm one as a as a kid so here we go i've learned to love it over the years and just meditate on it each time i read it just how does this apply to me now and i encourage you to do the same how happy is the one who does not walk in the advice of the wicked and as I like to do, I'm going to pray through this. Lord, help help us to not walk in the advice of the wicked and find delight and happiness in that. Not walking, not uh, walking in the advice of the wicked or standing in the pathway with sinners or sitting in the company of mockers. Help us not to do that, Lord. Instead, pray. We pray that we would delight in your instructions, Lord. I pray that we will delight in your instructions. We will meditate on them day and night. And we'll be like trees planted beside flowing streams that bear their fruit in its season. Yes, Lord. We know that it takes time to bear fruit, Lord. It's a process, Lord. It, fruit doesn't just, even though we can go to a grocery store and just buy fruit on a shelf all season, at any time of the year, um, it doesn't work that way in the normal world and in, in the in the farmer's world. A farmer we have has to especially our organic farmer is uh there's a process to it. Or just having a garden in your backyard, there's a process to it, Lord. And we know help us we want to bear fruit in the right season, Lord. There's so many things that I'm praying for and yearning for and desiring, Lord, but They'll be no good to me if I get them, if I bear that fruit and it's picked before it's ripe, before the season that is supposed to come. So I just repent for every way I've been uh, angry, frustrated, complaining. Uh, we repent or if any way we've been frustrated, angry, uh, complaining and trying to rush this process of of bearing fruit. Yes, Lord, and whose leaf does not wither. Yes, I pray that our leaves will not wither or the vegetables that come from the fruit would not wither. Pray that whatever we do would prosper. Whatever we do would prosper. Every Whatever we do would prosper. Whatever we do would prosper. And Lord, your word says that the wicked are not like this. Instead, they are like the chaff. Lord, help us to not be like the chaff that the wind blows away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand up in their judgment. 
we know as as far as I know, this is referring to the the great white throne judgment. I don't know. I need to read more about that later, Lord. But let me see. Maybe it says something down here. No, it does not say. Tony does not expound on it. But Lord, just uh, yeah, the rewards. We already know that we won't have to stand at the judgment seat of Christ uh, for. As far as I know, because we've accepted you into our heart, because we've accepted Jesus, your son, Jesus, in our heart, though, we we won't have to we'll pass that judgment, Lord. So anyway, Lord, I pray that and it says nor sinners in the assembly of the righteous. Lord, we thank you, Lord, we'll be standing in the assembly of the righteous and we pray for you, Lord, watch over our ways. You watch over the way of the righteous. We're righteous not because of anything that we've done, but because what your son Jesus did on the cross for us by dying for us. And the wicked, the way of the wicked leads to ruin. We pray, Lord, that we would not follow the ways of the wicked, which leads to ruin. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray as we go to Joshua chapter 13, God, that you would speak to us, transform our hearts, transform our minds, continue to grow us, strengthen us and empower us to do everything that you've called us to do in jesus mighty name i pray amen all right unconquered lands yeah and chapter 12 they just talked about the allotments to all the different kings the israelite let's see here yeah the king of jericho the king of ai The territories, all that. Yeah, it went over that. So it was pretty straightforward. It wasn't a whole lot of uh, a whole lot to really discuss in that one. It's kind of like a record of history. All right, verse yeah, unconquered lands. Joshua thirteen. Joshua was now old, advanced in age, and the Lord said to him, "You have become old, advanced in age." But a great deal of the land remains to be possessed. This is the land that remains. All the districts of the Philistines and the Geshurites from the Shehor east of Egypt to the border of Ekron on the north considered to be Canaanite territory. The five Philistine rulers of Gaza, Ashdod, Ashkelon, Gath, and Ekron, as well as Avites, the Avites in the south, all the lands of the Canaanites from Era of the Sidonians to Aphek, and as far as the border of the Amorites, the land of Gabalites, of the Gabalites, and all Lebanon east from Balgad, Balgad, below Mount Hermon, Mount Hermon to the entrance of Hamath. Whoa, man, it's a lot mouthful. All the inhabitants of the hill country from Lebanon to Mizraph. Mizrafoth, Mayim, all the Sidonians, I will draw them out before the Israelites, only distribute the land as an inheritance for Israel, as I have commanded you. Therefore, divide this land as an inheritance to the nine tribes and, and half the tribe of Manasseh. The inheritance east of the Jordan, with the other half of the tribe of Manasseh, the Reubenites and Gadites had received the inheritance Moses gave them beyond the Jordan to the east, just as Moses, the Lord's servant, had given them. From Aurora on the rim of the Arnon Valley, along with the city in the middle of the valley, all the Medaba Plateau as far as Dibon, 
In all the cities of King Sahan of the Amorites, he reigned in Heshbon to the border of the Ammonites. Also Gilead and the territory of the Gershurites and Maccathites, all Mount Hermon and all Bashan to Salica, the whole kingdom of Og and Bashan, who reigned in Astaroth and Edri, and he was one of the remaining Rephim. Rephaim. I think that's how you say it. All right, Moses struck them down and strode them out. But the Israelites did not drive out the Gersherites and Maccathites. So Gesher and Maccath still live in Israel today. He did not, however, give any inheritance to the tribe of Levi. This was their inheritance, just as he had promised. The offerings made by fire to the Lord, the God of Israel. Reuben's inheritance to the tribe of Reuben's descendants by their clans. Moses gave this as their territory from Aurora on the rim of the Arnon Valley, along with the city in the middle of the valley, the whole plateau as far as Medaba with Heshbon and all its cities on the plateau. Dibon, Bamoth Baal, Beth Baal, Maon, Jahaz, Kedamoth, Mephath, Kiriathim, Sibma, Zareth Sharar on the hill in the valley, Beth Peor, the, the slopes of Pisgah, and Beth Jeshemoth, all the cities of the plateau, and all the kingdom of King Sahan of the Amorites, who reigned in Heshbon. Moses had killed him and the chiefs of Midian, Evi, Rechem, Zer, Hur, and Reba, the princes, of Sahan, the princes of Sahan who lived in the land, along with those the Israelites put to death. They also killed the diviner, Balaam, son of Beor, with the sword. Yeah, I remember Balaam. That's the dude that struck his donkey and had that, yeah, was hired by Balak to uh, curse the Israelites. And then, yeah, he refused to curse them, but he did tell give Balak advice on how to take them down by enticing them to sleep with prostitutes and worship other. That's how they would worship other gods. Anyway, go back and read that story about Balaam and Balak. Gad's inheritance, verse 24, to the tribe of. To the tribe of the Gadites, by their clans, Moses gave this as their territory, Jazer, and all the cities of Gilead, and, ha and half of the land of the Ammonites to Aurora, near Reba, from Heshbon to Ramath, Mizpah, and Bedonim, and from Mahanaim to the border of Debir in the valley, Beth Haram, Beth Nimrah, Succoth, and Zaphon, the rest of the kingdom of King Sahan of Heshbon. Their land also included the Jordan and its territory as far as the edge of the Sea of Chinnereth on the east side of the Jordan. Hmm. This was the inheritance of the Gadites by their clans with the cities and their settlements. East Manasseh's inheritance, verse 29, and to the half-tribe of Manasseh, that is, to the half-tribe of Manasseh's descendants by their clans, Moses gave this as their territory. Flip. From Mahanaim through all Bashan, all the kingdom of King Og of Bashan, including all of Jair's villages that are in Bashan, 60 cities, but half of Gilead, 60 cities, but half of Gilead and Og's royal cities in Bashan, 
Ashtaroth and Edri are for the descendants of Machir, son of Manasseh, that is, half the descendants of Machir by their clans. There were the por- there, these were the portions Moses gave them on the plains of Moab, beyond the Jordan, east of Jericho. But Moses did not give a portion to the tribe of Levi. The Lord, the God of Israel, was their inheritance, just as he had promised them. I love that. The Lord, the God of Israel, was their inheritance, just as he had promised them. What if somebody told you, like, what if your parents were billionaires? It's technically our our Father in Heaven, uh, the Creator of the Universe, God, uh, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. They are, shoot, more than billionaires. There's not even a denomination that we can create here on Earth that would match the amount of wealth that God has because He is the creator of it all. I was just reading that in um, Psalm 115. Yeah. Go and read Psalm 115. I was reading it last night. It was good. Talking about other gods and man that worships. Anyway, these little gods that don't compare and the creations of these, the wealth that is created by these little gods and these people. Anyway, it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't match God. And all right, where was I going with that? Yeah. Imagine if, you had your earthly parents though were billionaires, millionaires, and they were like, "Hey, you can either have this million million dollars that I have set aside for you in an estate, or you can just have God." Like that's it. Those are your two choices for eternity. And uh, I don't know. I just had that thought. Like God is your inheritance our natural minds automatically like, well, can I have both? Like, why does that to be either or? Like, our natural minds, that's what it would be like. Or just like, yeah, God is, we always think about the temporary now, like our needs, they're already, I'm already spending that million dollars in my head. But it's like for eternity, hmm, the best choice would be God. And so, yeah, so you just had to live your little, making your little $20,000, $30,000 a year and uh being content until you you checked up out of here and and god was your inheritance that you got when you're done i don't know there's so many ways you could go with that but here we are the levites just god of israel that was their inheritance there's something beautiful about that (laughs) don't take god lightly that's all i'm trying to say here There was still much land that remained for the Israelites to acquire. But in light of God's promise, promise, Israel was to divide the promised land as an inheritance among the tribes. I'm reading the Tony Evans notes, by the way, just in case you're curious. For those who never listened to this podcast before, I'll usually read these at the end. It's not a whole lot here. The only tribe that did not receive an inheritance of land was Levi. This is because the Levites had been chosen by God to perform the work of maintaining the tabernacle and later the temple and providing priests to do the work of ministry. When the Israelites brought offerings to the Lord, to the Lord, a portion will be given to the Levites to provide for them. All right, pretty straightforward. Let's go and hop on this Romans road of salvation. For those who don't. Just follow, have never accepted Jesus in your heart. Go ahead and just follow along and then I'll close it out. It'll make sense in the end. So Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned and will come short of the glory of God. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of sin is death, 
but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Romans 5 8 says, But God demonstrated his love toward us in this while we were still yet sinners. Christ died for us. Uh, <laughs> I got that whole rhythm of that song off. And then Romans 10 13 says, For whoever, whosoever, whosoever, that's anybody, 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 your mama, your cousin, your brother, your sister, your grandma, yeah, your play cousin. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord, they shall be saved. And lastly, Romans 10, 9 through 10 says that if thou confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Dear Lord, we thank you. We thank you for those that are about to repeat this prayer and say, dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know my sin deserves to be punished. I believe Christ is the son of God who died for me and rose from the grave. I want to turn away from my sin and trust Jesus Christ alone as my savior. Thank you for the forgiveness and everlasting life, eternal life I can now have through faith in Jesus. In Jesus's mighty, precious, amazing, glorious name we pray. Amen. So if you've said that prayer, welcome to the family. I pray that you would find a good church, whether that's hopefully it's in person or online, but just or in your own house, your neighbors, your families, just some Christians that hopefully some more mature Christians who've been walking with the Lord for a while that can help you, encourage you, strengthen you, mentor you, disciple you, and uh even talk to you more about baptism which doesn't save you but it's just the next step in the process of outwardly expressing um, the expression of your old man going down into the water and you coming up a new man or woman and so yeah god bless you god keep you may you prosper you and uh i'll be right back for another episode of to the bible we're going to knock out joshua 14